And they can still hear you. Damn. Sorry. Or am I? I can't, All hear wieners. I can't hear the intro anymore. Is the episode started? Yeah, the episode started now. <laughs> okay, hi everyone. Uh, Welcome to yet another episode of Balls and Wieners. We don't know what the fuck we're doing, and we talk and say stupid shit about things <laughs> no. on the internet. No, we do say lots of stupid shit about yeah. things on the internet. But but that this that, is this that is... title is too long. <laughs> so we just we just settled on on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show where we basically just put our unsolicited opinions out on the internet for everybody to listen to forcefully. <laughs> this is why we don't let Tal come up with the titles. <laughs> aggressively. Aggressive. Very aggressive. Aggressive opinioning. <laughs> listen so, to me. It's not an argument. It's aggressive opinioning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it certainly can't you be Lord someday. knows you do enough of that. I'm not... We're yeah. not arguing. Ta- Tal is a master of the aggressive opinion. We we have Thal on our asking if I filled in the podcast on our uh, our panel slot for Friday. Oh yeah, that was a thing that we never mentioned. We oh, have yeah. we have one. Yay! Sweet. It's Friday before opening ceremonies. Before B- wait, wow. before opening ceremonies. What time? Sorry, no, it was scheduled before. The the scheduling of our show was before the scheduling of opening ceremonies, but we're like Friday night, I think. Okay, because okay. I was gonna say I'm not waking up in the morning. No, <laughs> it's a con. Oh. Con at cons basically pre one p.m. doesn't exist in that space. The, the the unfortunate thing about like being at all involved in writing anything when it comes to conventions is that like shit like the coffee clutch is the from coffee clutch <laughs> coffee clutch the, the coffee clutch yes okay that's an actual uh, term yes <laughs> everyone was um, like what uh, i'll see i don't even know how to spell it i'll see if i can oh yeah okay k-a-f-f-e-e-k-l-a-t-s-c-h oh so it's like german it is a essentially from what i remember a gathering of uh, an informal social gathering at which coffee is served yeah is it coffee so why don't they just call it coffee because well, there's a word for this. Coffin clutching. Coffee is not implicitly, explicitly like the gathering of people. Coffee clutch is. What about coffin clutching? Hey, Tal, you know your rant about un valet parking? Un valet parking, yeah. Or un stationnement? Yeah. Yeah, there's a word for this. It's called coffee clutch. The thing is, it's not English. So? There's a word for it. Yeah. Why not use it? And to be fair, we bastardized other people's words all the time yeah, that's where it's, our language it's english came from. i mean it, it really we, <laughs> we exist of like 15 different languages so we'll i guess once we figure out a bit more about that we'll announce the actual time and stuff for those who are going to foray 
see. What's that? I, I, I guess we'll get more information about that out once we're once we have everything down. And, yeah. and I don't even know if I have a room, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we're still sort of figuring stuff out. It's fun. See. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that word means coffee meat. Yep. Yeah. Which I, is I, or or coffee gathering. I read the definition for you. No, no, no. But I mean, like, like literal from German to English. Oh, that, yeah. Okay. That, no, coffee like, meat. If you take coffee gathering and make it one word, that's what that is. Well, we writers like to sound sophisticated. The, remember our conversation <laughs> about like dirt pig and water mouse. pig we, we and can't, spike we can't pig. Always, Danger noodle. <laughs> Danger noodle. We, we, we can't always be, so we merely use our words to make people sa- make it sound like we're intelligent. <laughs> And then, like, every other panel that you could be a part of, it starts anywhere from, like, 7 in the morning until 6 in the evening. Oh, my God. So you have to be conscious for most of it. (laughs) 7 in the morning. Now, there is a time I very seldom see at a convention, unless I'm still awake and shit-faced from the night before. (laughs) Don't don't you worry. That four loco man will fuck you up. Don't don't you worry. That if uh, I get to go, you'll be awake at seven. That that bottle of that, I'll that, make sure of it. That bottle of rum you had this weekend will oh fuck you up. Oh my god, Jesus! Have Christ. some rum, man. I, I was mildly impressed because your hangover seemed to rival the one that I got at New Year's. I, I was still hungover the next day. Ouch! Yeah, what, what did you oh, drink? Like the day after yeah, your mon- hangover, Monday. <clears throat> wow! Yeah, how was work? I d- was I almost threw up twice. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but calling in sick over a hangover is generally seen as not what you want to do. Just don't Frowned. tell them you were drinking. <laughs> Just be like, oh my god! Oh fuck me! It was brutal. I I'm shitting from both ends. I can't come into work today. <laughs> yeah, that, that's basically how I felt. Oh, I've been there. That, it, that was furry for me last year. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> and, uh, since, and a couple New Year's parties. Yeah, because since losing weight, I um, alcohol affects me differently now. Yeah. Mainly, I get fucking wasted off of, like, a Mickey when it used to take a 40 kind of thing. Like, you know... 1.75 liter bottle. When was the last hundred milliliters? When was the last time you drank like that? Uh, probably a couple years ago. Like uh, so, I, I, my my alcohol consumption has dropped considerably. Yeah. I have a beer now, and I'm like, whoa! Better not drive right away. I'll yeah, uh, yeah. gotta sit this one out a bit. Well, that, that's <laughs> me right now. And then I drank a bottle of rum. Wow, like a yeah. two six. Yeah. Like the whole thing, you minus a couple shots. You drink all of Levy's rum. Um, wow! So that actually yeah. does sort of bring up why we didn't have an episode last week, which was because these two most of us were dead jerks. Were up in the mountains and yeah. not here doing stuff. We went to the mountains. We went skiing. Well, I went snowboarding. I went snowboarding. Yeah, and that was good. It was fun. Um, we. Uh, I managed to actually go down a mountain on a snowboard without killing yourself. Without killing myself, I fell a bunch. I lost a radio. Um, you had a radio. Yeah, yeah I had walkie talkies. Yeah, so oh. I I brought a oh, set no. of six radios. Um, <laughs> just they, they're really nice refurbished radios, and so well, they were really nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was 
We we left one with Tal. He was on the bunny hill for quite some time while we went up and, and did the big boy yeah, hills. Because, I mean, it was the first time I was on a snowboard in like two years. <laughs> and when I stopped snowboarding, I was like, yay, I can turn. You know, that, that's the level I was at. And they're like, let's go to fucking Lake Louise. And I'm like. Well, that's a big are we gonna take mountain. A, are we going to take it to COP? Like, yeah. So it was, you know, I'm sitting there snowboarding. I'm on the bunny hill, like first run down the bunny hill. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I still say you, you should have just taken the hill. We we could have fumbled together. Oh. I mean, I was the slowest person there okay. by at least a factor no, of two. At, okay. So after being on the hill, on the mountain, and being on the bunny hill first, I can tell you, I'm so glad I went on the bunny hill first. <laughs> I, cause like the, you know, it was a really good like refresher and I'm like, okay, I can turn. All right. S's let's practice those a little bit. Okay. I can actually somewhat control myself again. Now let's go down the fucking mountain and hopefully not die. And even then, you know, I was still at the point where like, a 100 meter radius around me. If there was anyone there, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to hit them regardless of what direction <laughs> I was going. And there came a point where there was this one dude, a fucking skier who was like right in front of me the whole time. He just fucking kept cutting me off. And I'm like trying to go around him, but I can barely control myself on this thing as is. And he's just like right there, right in front of me, like 10 feet. And I'm like, fuck, fuck off. Please, for the love of God. And I'm like, okay, I'll go straight for a bit. And then he goes straight. And I'm like, fuck. So I like try to turn around. I mean, he turns a little bit. It was like he was fucking watching me. Here's the problem with being a beginner snowboarder, like 10 feet, 100 feet. It's the same fucking distance. That person's in front of you. And if you so much as try to go past him, you are going to hit them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those things like, you know. 50 feet in front of you might as well be three feet in front of you kind mm-hmm. of thing when you're first learning to snowboard. So when we we handed out the radios and we gave Tal one because we're leaving him at the bottom of the hill. And it was great. They worked at the top of the hill. We radioed down to Tal and he was like, yeah, I'm fine. And we're like, OK, good. Um, he had it strapped to, yeah, the, uh, to the, open, the open breast pocket in his jacket. And I saw that. I was like. Hmm. I should say something. I didn't say anything. So we went up and Tal comes up with us and we're about halfway down the hill when he's like, I lost my radio. I'm like, Oh, (laughs) back to the bunny hill. Yeah. No, he he had it it at the top. I had it at the top. I had it like a quarter of the way down. But then by the time we got to halfway down, I didn't have it anymore. And there was like three or four falls in there. Oh, no. So. So Q, we get down to the bottom of the hill. I'm like, well, fuck. So me and Ryu go up to the top of the hill, followed by many pages of, hey, did anyone find a Motorola radio? And then we got to the top of the hill and it only just started to come back down. And some very nice people had found my radio and we're like, it it was kind of funny because these people have likely never seen a radio before. Oh, and so like you, you think about like people who pick up like this thing and they're like, well, there's kind of a button here. So let's push it. Hello. Hi. Oh, cool. Okay. Let's push it again. Maybe the same thing will happen. Like, and so, yeah, it's just like Motorola CLS 1413. They're like, I'd, maybe, I guess. 
I was like, it, it, it's fine. There's probably literally no one else on the hill with a radio. We'll be right down. And Ryu, thankfully, who was a lot faster than I was, managed to get to the bottom yeah. of the hill. Well, he's actually like good at skiing, unlike we are at snowboarding. Yeah, I'm decent at skiing. <laughs> if I was skiing, I would be down there in like 15 seconds. I'm 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 snowboarding. I won't be down there in 15 seconds. It'll be 15 minutes, <laughs> yep. if that. It'll be like half an hour. Yeah, that was the sounds like the two years ago when I did snowboarding for the very first time. I fell a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Thal just sent us a picture, Roland, that I think you need to see because it, it is a walk down memory lane. Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? Here it is. This this is what he posted. Oh, goodness. <laughs> what, what what picture is this now? It, it is one of our first shows. <laughs> oh, early. my God. With with Roland sitting here with the exact same mic he's got now, yep. with the exact same headphones he's got now, but no more glasses. He's not wearing a hat. Uh, and he's holding a can of uh, President's Choice Dry, which is like, yeah. you know, cheap beer. This is the cheap beer of the cheap beer. The cheap beer, the cheap beer that cheap beer aspires to be. I don't know. I think President's Choice Dry is still a step above like fucking Axe or uh, I don't know. Uh, was like, it Lucky? Okay, take all those brands, the Axe, the Lucky, it's, it's the, all that. It's still pretty bad. It's the PBR of those brands. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, oh, God, it's so bad. You can taste the sugar that didn't get fermented. Like, Ooh. yeah, it's not good. That sounds gross. I don't even know if it actually qualifies as beer. That's why it's called dry and not beer. Otherwise, it would be one of those things where I'm sure it'd just be a white can labeled beer. Kind of. uh, I would drink that just because it was a white can labeled beer. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a mystery. Yeah. It's like those surprise bags you get from the corner store, only in beer form. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, oh, there's a ring in mine. <laughs> it's just a white can. And it's Ooh, a blasting beer, cap. but it has a question mark at the end. <laughs> beer? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, beer product. We, we need boxed beer. Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we do. It, it's pressurized. You can't do it. The natives way. will drink it. Oh, oh, oh Jesus. Oh. There's our offensiveness rating for the night. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking yeah, no. Uh, like that's the thing is, it, it wouldn't be beer. It would be labeled beer product at the at the no, bottom. No, 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 yeast product. Yeah, ye <laughs> fermented <laughs> wheat product. Yeah. <laughs> fermented <laughs> wheat product. <laughs> beer flavored fermented wheat product. Oh god! You should say just say beer <laughs> hyphen ish. It's gonna be so gross. <laughs> we need to do it. We need no. We need to go and buy a beer kit. We do from just you know Safeway uh, okay. and do this. If I was ever like if I was rich and I wanted to start a brewery, I would name a beer fermented wheat product. <laughs> oh, it'll be good. <laughs> and I would have I would make it like it would be like the yellow label with black Helvetica. Yeah, just just, just put like truly hop no name. Yeah, let's make it hop juice. Hop juice. <laughs> hop drippings. There you go. Oh, fermented man. wheat juice. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, who Hop has water. an article today? 
yeast butter. Yeast <laughs> butter. <laughs> Sorry, um, one of our one of our listeners just wrote in. Yeah. The, w- that would be some awful consistency. <laughs> yeast, but that I think that's what they call Vegemite. It sounds like oh. a keto diet for an alcoholic. <laughs> yeast butter. Yeast uh, butter. Uh, fucking yummy. I just pissed off every Australian by calling yeast uh, Vegemite yeast butter. Except no, no, you, you piss off Australians by calling wrong. them kiwis. <laughs> well, we talked about this. I mean, yeah, don't do that, please. Yeah, yeah, no bad idea. <laughs> yeah, that is but, a bad idea. Uh, that's like calling a Scotsman Irish. No, no, no. See, it turns out with the Scot, it's not calling them Irish that really pisses them off. It's calling them English. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was gonna say that's the one that did Ouroboros calling someone from Ireland English. That's especially like Northern Ireland. It's it's no different than. Saying like, you know, somebody from Trinidad, you're like, you're Jamaican. They're like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I have a very similar accent, but no, I'm not Jamaican. <laughs> uh, what, uh, speaking of, what language, do you know what the official language in Jamaica is? Jamaican? No. <laughs> English. Irie. There is no such thing as Jamaican. There is no Jamaican language. Oh. Well, no, it's just broken English. Yeah. yeah, it's just slang filled English. Yep. It's just English. Still. The, the more you know. My favorite thing about about the Jamaican slang is that I, again, finally found out what bumbaclad means. And it's amazing because it's the the all-conjoining word for everything. For absolutely everything. What? Bumbaclad? Yeah, it's just a fucking joining word. That's all it is. I talked to a guy. I worked with a guy from Jamaica and I was like, can you please tell me like a mystery of my little brain universe here? What the fuck does bumba clad mean? He's like, it means anything. A Jamaican expression meant to convey shock or surprise. Yep. I oh. won 50,000 in the lotto. Bumba clad. Yeah. That's <laughs> what it is. Interesting. <laughs> so it's just an exclamation. It's uh, was a mazel tov. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what I, it I is. I think mazel tov might have slightly more of a it, cultural significance. It, that, and uh, it's more of a congratulation, but still, yep. I mean, like, Bomba Clot in this context is like, fucking congratulations, you won the lottery. Huzzah! Neat! Like, yeah, it's like, it's like huzzah. Sven it's, is bleeding from the head. Or maybe, or maybe fuck. Fuck. It's, fuck. It, it does fuck, do everything. Fuck, yeah. yeah. It's the yay of the I Jamaican the slang. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Except fuck is really dependent on, it's, on it's your disbelief, tone. The situation. Anger, happiness. Yeah, like, yeah but it, it's surprise. It, you can say, like, I won the lottery. Oh, fuck. Yeah, but that's, that's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> that, that means Bob, it's Clad is to jamaicans like fuck is to us <laughs> <laughs> i don't know can i go bomba clat someone yeah that's what i was <laughs> go bomba clat yourself Probably. Yeah. So, uh, sounds like you'd be punching them a lot but <laughs> it, it does sound like an overpompous word for fisticuffs uh, <laughs> all right so seriously right. though article okay who has um i'll start off with a little tidbit here because uh Thalinor did mention that uh, there is a spreadable beer Oh, oh God. Uh, made by Innocent Gun. Oh. It's it's a marmalade. Oh. Oh. Scottish Craft Brewery has developed <laughs> spreadable beer, a marmalade flavored with oak aged pale ale. Jesus Murphy. It doesn't surprise okay. me. This is an so Innocent I Gun could, marmalade. I can see that because orange and beer, that works. But like when you first said it, I'm just a mad. Like the first thing through my head was, what the fuck are they using for the rind? Actually, because um, I don't want to know what beer rind well, is. <laughs> probably the oranges. That, yeah. yeah. 
I would think so. I mean, it doesn't look bad. It just looks like plain old marmalade, maybe that, alcoholic. Like I was imagining something like Vegemite. Yeah, I was thinking like a condensed like a thick, yeast product rather than yeah, like a jam. thick spreadable. But this is basically like it's, like Vegemite. It's sound- jam flavored with yeah. That's beer. all it is. Yeah, Which, that would go good on cheddar cheese. It would. Yes, mm. we may have to pick some of this up and try it. Yep. You know what's amazing though? What? Speaking of the flip-flop Saskatoon berry beer, that purple gas stuff mm-hmm. I just had this week. The, oh, the one from, uh, man. what is it, uh, Brewster's? Um, the Saskatoon berry it's one? Not, it's not Brewster's brand. I can't remember. It's the same company. I think it's from Phillips, the same company that makes Blue Buck and uh, uh, what was it? Uh, that I think it's Hops Brew and a couple other ones. And it oh, comes okay. in a taster pack. Okay. But they make, yeah, that purple gas stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. it's almost like grape soda beer. Like, it's like the best thing ever. Grape soda beer. Oh, it's super good. You will forgive me for not wanting to taste grape soda beer. <laughs> it's it's much better than that shitty description, but yeah. try it. It sucks because you can, you have to try it really in the... In the pub because yeah. they don't want to sell it's it always separately. Better in the pub, it yeah. <laughs> well, they don't sell it separately. You have to buy a big taster pack. That, in my opinion, the the other taster parts are like just yeah. to get the one beer. Like yeah, uh, I don't yeah. Know. Anyway, cheese. So we had news. We 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 did have news. Yeah. Um. I think you and you and I, Adam. So do you want to do yours? Um, if Fox wants to do his, I'll do mine a oh. bit later. I can do it after a car's thing. All right. Yeah. Perfect. We'll put, keep the segments in the segment section. Yeah. I'll do my segment we'll live. Keep the Back segment. of the bus. We'll keep you're, like a, you're like a nerd. fucking, you're like a fucking video yeah. library. We'll, like, we'll, keep the, <laughs> we'll keep the segments in the segment segment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please refer to the card catalog. Yep. Oh my God. That's brutal. So one of the guys in the chat. Thal is just like I love Fruly. Fruly is probably oh, it's good, it's delicious, but it is the fruitiest fucking. Be- it's basically just soda, half sugar, half beer. It, it's Ugh. strawberry soda flavored with beer. It's made for floats, though. It is. Oh, oh my god, yeah. Fruly floats are so good. I don't care if it's like nine dollars. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yep. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, as per usual. I'm going to paint you a motherfucking oh, picture. You're going to paint with me. this <laughs> shit again. Uh, this fucking guy. Um, so I kind of ran across this article a while ago, and I had to do some digging to find it again. But the the title kind of blew me away. And I was like, uh, I know we were trying to for a while. Well, we have been very good about staying away from the kind of darker stuff. But this thing necessarily isn't it's dark, but not dark. Like the way it's looked at is just so the the headline. You're making me nervous. <laughs> the headline <laughs> is, is man cuts, a, cuts a heart. Um, another man's heart out Holy. and eats it to prove that he's oh. not gay. Whoa, <laughs> what? And then apologizes to the family, saying that his self-defense went too far. 
Self-defense. <laughs> oh, wow. And okay. Then, uh, and that's what uh, kind of kept to it physically off. defend himself from the verbal onslaught of uh, being called a homosexual. Yeah. So that's that's why I picked it, because, like, the first part I was like, oh, that's brutal. But then they ended it with that, where he was like, uh, I'm sorry. I do believe I went too far. Okay. So first, first. <laughs> it, it's yeah. like the first. Whole, what, what ever made anyone think that it, cutting out somebody's heart and eating, eating it, it proves that you don't like people of that gender sexually? That, I, I mean... I don't know, because like even as you, far as cannibals go, like that, that I don't. I think that they'd even be like, uh, yeah, no, that's not really how that works. You need only refer to examples like that to like essentially tear down any argument of somebody who's like, well, I don't want gay people being gay around me. <laughs> like, just look at the line of reasoning you're following. <laughs> yeah, it's a very dark path you're going down. I hope you realize that you will turn into a cannibal. If yeah. you keep going down this road. It's, that's And that's, therein lies, so this is all because, so there's a uh, a South African businessman. Okay. Okay. And uh, <laughs> what happened, I guess, is he had a altercation with another man. And all this other oh, man yeah. was doing an altercation. Yeah, yeah, an altercation. With another man. It fucking escalated quickly, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> apparently. Um, and apparently Oops. they met on the street. Yeah, no, and no foreplay, right to the donkey. Yeah, punch. just right, right <laughs> to the right to the heart eating. I'm, it brings a new yeah. to you out. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> anyway, um, uh. so apparently, I guess these two have you know uh, exchanged blows before, like just verbally. And I guess the one guy was a basically it was li this literally this literally birthed out of a fucking high school argument. Like, a, okay. you're gay. No, I'm not. And then I kill you and eat your heart. Like Th That's how that went. On, honestly, they, they had many witnesses. And basically what happened is they got into a verbal argument. And the one guy was calling the this other guy, this businessman, names. Obviously gay. Like, he was telling him, oh, you're homosexual. Mm -hmm. Or what they call in South Africa, I, get a, I guess a mofi is what they refer to it as. Okay. So he's like, you're a mofi, you're a mofi. And this guy was like... So I'm a fucking Mofi, huh? All right. So he took out a knife and stabbed this guy and brought him down to the ground and apparently started stabbing and wouldn't stop. And eventually the guy, he cart, apparently, according to him, he Ooh. went, he went totally blacked out <laughs> and he just kept, he just kept going nuts and he turned into a fucking animal and tore this guy open and ripped out his heart and started <sighs> eating it. And he doesn't even like necessarily remember that part. And every all the witnesses oh, were like, "My God, we're like that you had so his God. heart in his and your hand, and you had blood all over your mouth and flesh in your teeth, and you were eating it." Holy shit! That, that was oh a my mental God. break. That's oh. like over. And then now, I guess now this happened about. I guess things are sort of. Are, well, he's obviously things are cool now, right? Imprisoned, I hope. Oh, definitely. And, and everyone, war. everyone made up. Everyone's fine. <laughs> everyone shook hands. They, they no. gave the guy a heart transplant, and he he's alive that, now. That guy, that guy is super dead in a South African <laughs> prison now, which With, I can't imagine being no, a nice that, place. Oh that, god, that sounds awful. Yeah. To be it, fair, though, no, no one's gonna fuck with him. No. Uh, <laughs> no, no like, that motherfucker. 
or, or everyone will is going fuck to fuck with him. him. Yeah, I suppose. There, there's really two things that happen. You can, because if, if you set a precedent outside of prison, there's that doesn't transfer over as, as far as I'm aware. And that they're like, this guy's messed up. We better kill him before he kills us first. Yeah. It, well, I, I mean, um, I just, I'm trying to wrap my head. You can't. Around. No, it. That, uh, I'm not gay. Let me consume thy human flesh <laughs> to prove otherwise. I'm going to eat your heart because like, that's not gay. <laughs> with, his, with his ending statement, I just imagine like the awkward sitcom kind of like, okay, okay, everyone made mistakes. <laughs> now, I'm not saying I shouldn't have eaten that man's heart, but he called me a homo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that wasn't right. It hurt my feelings. You get that fucking like little quirky quirky soundbite from the sitcom after that yeah, yeah. like he's just like sorry yeah, like, it's like a fucking seinfeld episode yeah. <laughs> gone horribly I, wrong i also find it funny that when you said south africa like when you said mofi and south africa the yeah. first thought through my head was oh it wasn't florida <laughs> i know surprisingly <laughs> enough oh shit i forgot Florida isn't the only crazy fucking place on the planet. No, there's a few of them. <laughs> this, but but to be fair though, like this is this is pretty close, as close to Florida as you can let's, get. Just let's about. consider this: is that a a man's heart had to be cut out and eaten for it to make the news in South Africa? That okay. So that that is one <laughs> thing I know. South Africa. It's definitely like people getting shot, killed, murdered is nothing new. Well, the thing is that, I mean, it does qualify for international news, but see, that's the thing. I do know South Africa, as far as crime rates go, is pretty fucked. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. But but it's just like, you know, when you talk about somebody, a man eating another man's heart in the middle of the street, like (laughs) I just I just picture some dude like balding guy in a suit on like the Florida beach area. That that's what goes through my mind. It's fucking like CSI Miami. Uh, well, <laughs> like, I just think bath salts. Think think of yeah. it this way though. What the fuck do you say when you come back to reality and you're like, well, yeah, that's just it. Like a, a mental snap like that. What do you do? Uh, I need you. Do you do this? Hello, can you please call the police? It appears I need psychological assistance. Yes. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I could just see this in court, him him being like, first of all, let me say, I'm sorry. <laughs> and but like, cause there's really nothing you could be like, and he's like he's trying to keep in contact with the family and he's, oh my, he's no, apologizing don't, and wow. I'm don't just like they don't contact. want to fucking hear from no, you. Yeah. I don't just, care. You fucking you you know, you killed a beloved member of their family and ripped out his heart. I was like, you pulled the old, the old Kali Ma, like a little too. <laughs> I was like, that's rough. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was just nuts. And For fuck's sake. Like I said, although it's kind of like a, you know, it's a, it's kind of a, you know, a sad sort of brutal topic, but just the, like the fact that afterwards he's, he's like, I baked you a cake like to make up. You know what I mean? Like there's just it's quite literally one of those moments where there is nothing you can do. Yeah. I mean, let alone cold blooded murder, let alone. Yeah. Like you've actually raised the bar. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he's doing what he needs to do. He's or lowered in it. Prison yeah. And hopefully seeing a lot of help. <laughs> like it, it would almost be like a 
someone going up to like a rape victim that they raped and then be like, I'm sorry you got raped. Yeah. yeah. I just like, like that. There, there is no apology. Just, don't I mean, even there, fucking talk you, to them. You can show remorse, but no one is going to accept an apology for that. No. Well, and certainly not directed directly at the family. No, no. It's <clears> not. Trust like me, maybe they, in, in a courtroom or something like that, where you're like, I'm sorry for the transgressions, but this like, is what you I've can done. apologize to them. They're still going to be furious for years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forever. <laughs> they, uh, they'll never get over it. No. You'll be that guy that killed their family. Like, there's there's no coming back from that. Yeah. Yeah, but in... They're, they're not going to be enjoying mojitos, like, by day's end. No, no, absolutely not. And I mean, I think... I don't know. I think it just is to say that this guy could be not to obviously he, he was having something severely wrong with him. Yeah. He needs to receive the help. And unfortunately, oh, yeah. he probably won't receive the actual no. help he needs to get. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the state of mental health in South Africa is. I don't imagine it's great. Well, with crime rate and stuff like, yeah, yeah I can't say uh, the it, funding it tends to fall behind when other needs are are also wanted yep yeah but i can't see that uh unfortunately you know it's it is how it is and it's a it's a sad thing but it's just yeah it was the the logic there is uh faulty (laughs) i guess i guess it all comes down to people don't know like they they always go back to the same that like the flashcard like yeah. say this in this situation, say this in this situation, like the canned response of like eat a man's heart in this situation. Like <laughs> I like just the, I'm sorry. Like you can't yeah, uh, there, is, there just isn't a sorry. No, not at all. <laughs> that that guy is uh fucked. Yeah. yeah. Fucked. fucked. Yep. Yeah. He's just a mess of a human being. That that's what that is. It it happens, but Anyway, so, yeah, what's next? Let's uh... and, and some more lighthearted news and news that could only <laughs> don't come say, out of Australia. Don't say uh, hard. Not, not Florida. Vegemite. Not not Florida and not Vegemite. Vegemite. But never had Vegemite beer. Uh, sweet sweet nectar beer. Oh, we're back to beer again. I like beer. A man with a suspended license. Okay, was charged recently with, with driving drunk. Close. Okay. But not close. I, I, um, don't, I don't know how this could get better. Uh, the man was charged with having... Um, he, he was transporting beer into a dry county. And not only was this man doing that, he also had children in the vehicle. Okay. And this man was pulled over because the children were not buckled, sitting in the footwells of the car, while the beer was buckled into the seats of the car oh. <laughs> my uh, god ah i see wow 27 years old suspended license buckles his beer but not his kids and um father of the fucking year <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> this happened in broom australia broom which is a strange broom. name for a town like b-r-o-o-m e okay yep i mean I suppose it's still not quite as bad as uh, some of the... T- like. I mean, I can't talk about town names because I'm from Saskatchewan, where we literally have elbow, eyebrow, forget, and moose jaw. <laughs> <laughs> and moose jaw is an important city, too. Moose jaw and- is an... Uh, and oxbow. Yep. 
The, mm. the police were quoted saying, we do have problems up here in Kimberly. <laughs> Apparently so. Oh, my God. I just... I. That's one of those things where, okay, checklist, getting in the car, have my kids. Okay, kids in the car, check. Beer in the car, check. Kids buckled up. Check. Uncheck. No, no, check. Beer buckled up. Uh-oh, out of room. Okay, unbuckle kids. <laughs> Beer first. Check. There we go. Beer checked. Uh, kids will be fine. Yeah, I'm sure They're guys squishy. like, yeah, kids are spongy, but my beer, that'll shatter easily. Yeah, I can't <laughs> drop that. And so here, kids, haul daddy's ex- beer. It's expensive. Yeah. I just used all my rent money mm-hmm. on it. My well, kids aren't made of glass. And, That'd and be one, fine. He well, was on his way to flavor country. Well, and one of the things, too, uh, one of the parts that I heard there was transporting alcohol into a dry county. Yep. Is like, so I don't know Australian law. I know that Australia does have a lot more of this whole kind of progressive but utterly totalitarian regime going on down there. So, Australians of the show, if you could email in and tell us exactly how that whole scenario works, like by Dry County, is it like in the states? Where, you know, liquor stores are only supposed to be open until like one in the afternoon and all this bullshit. Or is it like... Uh, well, okay, so it mentions here um, uh, serious concerns about dry sly grogging in the area where people transport alcohol into nearby dry aboriginal communities that have liquor restrictions. Uh, yeah, so... Okay. And I'm just... I pulled up Wikipedia on Alcohol Laws of Australia... Um, dry zones are communities that do things like ban outdoor consumption of alcohol entirely. It can be only consumed in private locations. Um, so yeah, no, you, it sounds a lot like our liquor laws period, but, um, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's like you can't drink in, in public. So I imagined like no patios, nothing. It's either you're in a bar, you're buying it and taking so it home and that's it. It's, nah, it okay. seems like they're reserves kind of have like a, a dry yeah. thing I, going on i do know that theoretically it is illegal in canada to bring alcohol across provincial lines that's a thing um in, yeah that that's that is illegal but only i mean in, it, it used to be illegal to not take the most direct route home it might even still be technically illegal yeah it's one of those things where i highly doubt any police officer is going to bother with it yeah it's one of those it's an archaic law yeah but i i I remember that that was a thing like you can't (laughs) just go to bc buy a bunch of you know bc micro brew and And just bring it back to to alberta there's like there's like a restriction there of some kind i I know that that was a thing it's just we break that rule all the time oh yeah yeah my parents take more than a little bit of alcohol with them when we go to our yeah it's one of those things where i'm pretty sure it's just more this is illegal in theory in theory (laughs) yeah (laughs) well again just because the law becomes impractical doesn't mean they cancel the law it's it's illegal in the way that if you're being a supreme dick bag and the officer is just like you know what fuck just all of you i found it yeah um 1928 law states no person shall import send take or transport or cause to be transported sent taken or transported into any province from or out of any place within or outside Canada, any intoxicate, intoxicating liquor. Wow. wow. So, yeah, it's a full-on import ban. <laughs> yeah. That's so, ridiculous. Yeah. Take, taking that liquor from 
Alberta to BC technically illegal. Yeah, technically, technically, unless but again, you're importing it, it. I'm pretty sure it's one of those laws where Nobody it's like care. It's yeah, like, it's like the same law that we have that if you get exiled from Calgary, yeah. you get a horse and a gun. Well, so, it's, I'm, whatever, I'm whatever the sure, fuck it was. I'm pretty sure they could yeah. still invoke it, but it would be one of those things it, where yeah, you'd have to be a supreme asshole. But then you go back to it's, traffic court. You're like, okay, so this happened. Like, what the fuck? It's no. there for people who do it like four times a week and are like, you know, actually impacting the export of BC liquor to other places. Well, like if somebody, ha- if, if you could prove intent to sell, I'm sure that would oh, become yeah. a lot more relevant. But here's the thing. Doesn't that just mean that things like if you're, if you're from Alberta and you go camping in BC, you can't take alcohol with you. Yeah. You have buy to buy it in BC, BC yeah, according see? to that law. Which is fucking Ooh, crazy. Some, yeah, yeah. They've got some crazy taxes there on liquor. Like no one would do that. No. no and th- and there's no way that people are going to drive all the way. I'd be like, oh, I guess we have to find a liquor store here. Everybody's going to bring beer with yeah, them. I, yeah. I could imagine it'd be one of those things where like, you know, if you're in like Alsace or something <laughs> uh-huh. and, and you know, Alberta, the taxes are cheaper. So you always go to the Alberta side to buy beer and then come back you know it's just to protect the saskatchewan businesses Alsace really needs just its own zone for that because that's yeah. like cheating when your city is you know literally splitting the border oh it's ridiculous yeah yeah but anyway yeah Any so that's a thing that is a thing that's okay. shall we shall I throw car on then take a little break and then i will talk about board games because I have a board game that I want to share with, bird, with everybody. Bird games. Bird games. Bird games. Bird games. It's like the Hunger Games, only a lot less bird. Uh, it's like the Hunger Games, but... Okay, anything <laughs> that, that starts with, it's like the Hunger Games, but... I I already think that there's a problem. Why yeah. the mouse? Just work, just work mouse, I, please. I've, I've used this argument quite a bit. I don't like when people are like, it's like this, but different somehow. Yeah. It's like this, but it isn't. <laughs> it's like literally the worst thing like, that could happen. So, Carl, but except not. Not. number 18 is there, right? Uh, I don't well, know. I was like, when people are like, uh, are you going to make the next Facebook? Uh-oh. Or it's, if they're like, it's like Facebook, but like, uh, eight, 18 isn't there. I, I put it in the folder. Why isn't it there, Tal? I don't know. What, okay. Um, shit. One sec. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Carr. Welcome back to Unfurled. So tonight, I'm going to be talking about one of the inevitabilities of life. Uh, as the saying goes, two things you can always count on, death and taxes. And, uh, well, let's talk about the fun one, taxes. Um, so for us Canadians, actually, the uh, the deadline for tax missions and everything is the end of this month. Uh, and I know that that's probably going to be the case for most of the rest of the civilized world as financial quarters and everything that, 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 that taxes are this month, do them, um, or not as it's, uh, been taken on some of the, um, uh, how do I put this politely more affluent of the world, less politely rich fucks. So this last week, there was a little bit of a document leak, uh, called the Panama papers, uh, or at least that's what they've been collectively been called. Um, if you do want to know more about them, like definitely at this point they're the cat is out of the bag on these things. And so if you want to do a little bit more research as precisely what was, what was talked about in them, by all means, go ahead. You Google them right now and I guarantee you, you're going to find just everything. But long story short, there were basically a collection of documents that proved what everyone kind of already subconsciously knew. It's kind of like how, you know, how sausage gets made is, you, you know, 
vaguely what goes into it. You don't really want to. You know it tastes good. You know it makes the world go round, so you don't really care too much. Uh, in this particular case, though, this is some pretty bad sausage, as it were. Um, basically, revealing that a whole bunch of rich and affluent fucks, with the help of banks and financial institutions and everything like that, and have all been massively dodging or evading or reducing their taxes through the ridiculous myriad of legal and financial loopholes that exist in uh, national and international banking regulations. Uh, what does that mean for you, the average person? Well, considering that you probably can't afford to hire the kind of accounts that these guys are using to figure this stuff out, not a lot, probably. Um, and the the thing that's been especially frustrating about everything that's been coming out of these these Panama Papers in the last week here has been the fact that for the vast majority, it's all legal. It's shady, immoral, um, unscrupulous maybe, but legal for the most part. Um, basically using things like lower tax rates in other countries to, for instance, a rich Canadian will go and live in Bermuda for six months and one day of the year so they can claim that as their official residence. And so they're paying uh, Bermuda property taxes, income taxes, etc. And then they just, you know, visit Canada six months of the year to visit the grandkids and, um, you know, sail the yacht on Buck Lake or something. I, you know, do rich people things. I work for a living, so I wouldn't know. Um, I mean, the big frustration about it is, of course, is coming to the fact that, you know, the the vast majority of these these tactics are all using tax loopholes and regulatory loopholes and um, all the basically things that, funny enough as well, also all of these rich people or corporations will go and lobby governments to have these loopholes put in with the, you know, oh, well, if you help reduce our tax burden a little bit in this sector, we're going to go and make you some gerbs, uh, and then go and hand out a massive bonus to the CEO and the rest of the board so that they can all afford their yachts in their Bermuda tax shelter getaway. How about those jobs, guys? That's what I thought. Okay, so moving on, now that we've kind of firmly established that uh, this is happening, what do we do about it? Well, again, as the average person, the best thing that you can do is write into your MP, uh, write into your member of Congress, senator, uh, whatever parliament you happen to have in uh, the UK or France or wherever else, because this thing is very much an international thing. In fact, there's already been a couple of uh, high-profile um, casualties from this. The Prime Minister of Iceland has already resigned his position because of his direct links in these documents to all these tax shelters. Basically, here's the guy himself telling the rest of his countrymen to pay their taxes, and he just got found out for avoiding a huge amount of them by, again, these very same loopholes that he may or may not have been in part helping put in. I'm not familiar with Icelandic parliamentary law, so, you know, hey, if I've got a listener from Iceland, write in and let me know. Um, but basically, yeah, it's, it's it, this has very, been very widespread, and it's just an international scheme between all of these folks to make sure that they don't have to pay taxes on their ridiculous amounts of earnings, right? Where it's like, if if we were to collect more of the the taxes, like in Canada alone, this is estimated to be a one point five billion, one point five billion with a B loss in tax revenue, right? 
But the problem is, again, is that these are very, very complicated loopholes to go after because in order to be able to change some of these tax laws, you have to get legislatures that are probably in whole or in part participating in this system to close the loopholes that their people that are funding their campaigns are exploiting. Um, actually, a, a funny kind of thing on that, if you have not already seen it, uh, John Oliver in just this past week did a very good bit talking about how um, members of the American uh, Congress actually raise money for either their own campaigns or for the campaigns of their fellow party members. And the whole scheme is, again, very concerning with how much... Um, you know, how much money that they have to get raised, basically like telemarketers. Um, and again, the people they're raising this money from are the ridiculously rich. Um, in that bit, one senator or one congressman talked about how he wouldn't even bother going after anybody that could afford to give less or that couldn't afford to give $1,000 or more to his campaign. Now think about that. This is the kind of person that they're going after that would have $1,000 just kicking around. And you don't invest $1,000 into somebody getting reelected unless you think that you can then get some sort of access to then close the tax loophole that's going to save you $3,000 next time the IRA or the CRA or IRS comes calling. Um, and that, that's where it comes into impact. At the end of the day, it has to be a whole bunch of the common people going, look, this isn't fair. We pay our taxes. We do our dues. We pay into the system with the expectation that you know, we all get that, that benefit out of it. So close the damn loopholes. Um, again, I'm not asking to, to massively elevate taxes on the rich as, as much as personally, I actually do feel that the more wealthy in the country should be paying more. And if I ever win the lottery, or become a businessman, like I, I have no illusions that, you know, again, my taxes will and should go up because I can more than afford it at that point. Um, but in order to collect lost tax revenue, it's actually much easier for governments to just make sure that everybody who's paying their taxes normally, right, with their income tax or their EI uh, benefits or whatnot, to just continue to pay their taxes properly because that's a more reliable way of getting that tax income than it is trying to go after these tax loopholes that will then piss off the people that donate to your campaigns that get you reelected, that let you change the – you see where I'm going with this. So at the end of the day, these politicians just have to remember that, well, you know, at the end, at the ballot box, one rich guy vote is worth one homeless guy's vote or one very poor person's vote. And there are a fuck ton more poor people in the world or middle or even just middle class people in the world than there are rich people. So really, if these politicians truly want to keep their jobs, maybe they should think about what the the more numerous voices in their constituencies are saying. And that's where it comes back to, honestly, right into your senator, right into your member of Congress, right into your member of Parliament, your National Assembly member, um, and just tell them that, hey, I pay my taxes, so should they. Simple as that. Um, and I mean, it's funny, because we kind of had a preview of this in Canada a couple of, um, a couple of months ago, when it was discovered that... Um, there was, yeah, a, you know, basically a big tax haven had been found in the Caribbean somewhere. And so uh, this, the uh, Canadian Revenue Agency went, well, hey, what's going on here? Found out that it was actually a whole bunch of clients from an accounting company, uh, KPMG, that had actually helped set up all of these. Uh, it's like, hey, here's how you navigate these loopholes, and here's how you do this and that and the other thing, and helped all these rich people set up this basically tax avoidance scheme. And so what happened? A slap on the wrist. And KPMG was told, don't do that anymore. But the CRA forgave 
all of the outstanding tax debt for all of these people. This is the kind of tax debt that, 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 that could have probably paid for hospital beds for every hospital in Canada for a month, at least. Like, this is, again, because these are these incredibly wealthy people that are doing these tax evasion or these tax reduction techniques, we are talking very large sums of money that are not being paid out. And I get it. Like, you, you've got that whole thing, well, this is my money. I worked hard for it. I worked hard to be where I am today to earn this kind of money, and I should be able to keep it. At the end of the day, it comes down to for what? Like, it is literally just sitting there in a bank account or, again, buying another yacht. And there's that argument of, oh, well, you know, one person is able to buy a yacht. It's furthering the economy for all the yacht builders and engineers and electronics companies that put all the stuff into that yacht and its fancy swimming gear and fishing. Not nearly as much as actually legitimately helping a whole bunch of people more at the bottom level. Again, that's a discussion for another time. But at the end of the day, that's just kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, a little bit of a slow couple of weeks. Otherwise, the primaries continue to plug along um, until things get a little bit more exciting or if something suddenly changes. Honestly, I'm going to stop reporting on this because I don't know how professional news agencies do this, but this is a hell of a marathon. And now this is my first time I've truly tried to cover things like a presidential primary race, and it is exhausting, I will tell you. But that's all for me tonight. Um, as always, my name is Carr. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, give us an email, us at or you can uh, tweet at me, at Carjaren. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of Unfurled. No lube! Why wouldn't you use, <laughs> why wouldn't you use lube with a hairbrush? I mean... <laughs> Please tell me you unmuted for that. I, I did. Oh my god. We literally came back on no lube. Excellent. <laughs> High five. Even, even that statement itself oh. is great. We literally came back on no lube. <laughs> oh, it just doesn't get... Oh. I, 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 I will mention also, Adam, throughout that conversation, yeah. every once in a while, Roland, your mic would pick up. But uh, Adam, your mic was like on most of oh, the time. I had. I'm I had, sorry, guys. I had us muted, so they they couldn't hear us. Oh, okay. But, like oh. I'm sure there's some choice quotes in I'm, there that we can take. Totally I, I, I've, been, I've been sitting here just watching the levels as he was talking. I'm like, oh, hey, there you go. That's cute. And that one. Uh, Adam, Adam and I have been reminiscing about crazy exes. Yeah. Brutal. All the stories we can tell. And that's, so uh, no lube and hairbrushes. That's why we came back. Out that's yeah. the tame shit. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even scratch the surface. of. Oh, it scratches surfaces. All right. You don't use lube with a hair brush it's gonna the, scratch something the, the abrasive anal surfaces do, abrasive doesn't quite cut it i mean that sounds fairly sharp <laughs> cheese graters i would just like oh. to mention that i was not the recipient of do, said hairbrush do you, <laughs> do you guys remember when that fucking cheese grater picture was going around oh what are you talking no. about i just oh, i'm already okay. disgusted and okay, i don't know no. what it is there, yeah. there was, no 4chan <laughs> shit it wasn't 4chan it was the furry fandom this was this picture it like went up on like e621 or something and yeah it was some dude getting a cheese grater viciously rammed into his ass 
lovely. Why? And people are amazing, <laughs> by the way. Stop. And uh. it was so fucking funny. But like people funny. Yeah, well, people for a while, it would just be like there'd be furries talking in some internet forum, and then someone just pop up, <laughs> cheese grater, and everyone's like, No! Why? Why, Why would you, would you bring it? this up? Uh, that's amazing. Oh, it was it's good. So if you're on E621, just look up Cheese Grater. Don't do it. Don't. You'll, not you'll, do it. You'll have a really good time. No, don't make it a thing. It's, it's a like it's like that troll where everyone's like, go Google search Tub Girl. <laughs> <laughs> we already have Blue Waffle associated with our podcast. Uh, we need to stop. Oh my god. No. I mean, it used to be associated. Used to we'd be have, associated. We'd have to go find the pictures again. Blaffle uh, picture. Bluffle. Blue waffles and so, cheese graters. Uh, Grate some cheese over top. Okay, of the I want to get a waffle. boner sometime before I die. Uh, so Thal has just supplied us with the information we needed and said that apparently cheese underscore grater on E621 has multiple hits. How many hits? Yeah. I I just like the horrified blob face. That's like, ooh! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I think it's new topic time because I'm done with this one. Oh, I think we're all done. Um, So. Uh, I would have recorded this beforehand, but I'm lazy and didn't. you lazy fuck. So instead, I am just. Don't going... you have like six Yeti microphones sitting at home? To do I like how you cringe. No, you like, I don't have any Yeti microphones sitting at home. Oh, you have a there... snowball, don't you? Car has a snowball. Snowball. All right, continue. <laughs> All right. So um, it's come up before, but I am quite a board gamer. I play a lot of them, and. Uh, Way back now, it's been many episodes since I last talked about a board game. Uh, but recently, I've been playing one that my brother got for Christmas, and uh, we've been playing through several campaign uh, or scenarios on it. Um, if you haven't heard of it before, uh, the game that I've been playing is a game called Time Stories. Uh, it was released by uh, Space Cowboys and has been translated and brought international by uh, Asmo Day. And uh, it is a it's kind of a hard game to explain. It's sort of a story, uh, story-based role-playing experience uh, using a deck of cards and a, a big board with a bunch of mechanics uh, to sort of that are universal throughout all scenarios. Um, the game is amazing, and if you like, especially like a sort of scripted or structured role-playing experience uh, and puzzle solving or uh, story solving uh, especially choose your own adventure kind of stuff this is the perfect game for you um the way it works is uh you the the characters are all or the players are all uh time agents and they are being sent back or forwards in time to resolve temporal anomalies in various things uh the case that actually comes with the game is called asylum so you're sent back to it's like a 1920s style insane asylum and uh, you have to try and find this temporal anomaly that's that's happening there. Um, now, the way you get sent back in time is you are sent into uh, people called receptacles. These are uh, uh, natives of the of the time and era who've been prepared to receive your you know your consciousness for a period of time. Um, and then once you're in your receptacle, you can run around to different locations. Um, the way the locations are all work, the way the whole basis of the game is based off a deck of cards that are the locations, items, and everything. And uh, when you enter a location, you will have a bunch of different cards for different parts of that location, and players can split up to go to different sections of it. Each player reads the card themselves, and then they only reveal what they've learned to each other. 
um, through their own words, right? So you don't ever, you know, read it verbatim. It's all about sharing information, trying to figure out what's going on. It's a really interesting experience. Um, now, the it's not just running around and trying to work inside the story. You also have to worry about time. Uh, every Everything that you do takes time. And you only have so much time units before your consciousness will literally rip back out of your receptacle and you'll end up back in your time agency and have to start all over. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's a bouncing uh, act between trying to figure out what's going on, but also being efficient with your moves. And uh, it's, it's really cool. Uh, right now, um, in North America, there is the base game and two scenarios released. In the UK, there is a uh, third scenario. I believe it is released and being played there. Unfortunately, uh, Space Cowboys Who Makes It is in France, and they are... Uh, uh, so it, it actually is one of the rare instances where the UK gets a game before we do over here, which uh, is funny and frustrating. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's... I wish I could... Uh, I'm going to have to sit down and do like a unfurled plays and show this off because... It is a fantastic game. I don't want to delve too much into the actual story because it is crazy spoilery to get into how everything actually works. But uh, uh, it's absolutely worth it. If you if you have a couple of hours and want to just play something, uh, the best thing about the game, too, is you can stop at any point uh, in the middle of a run, whatever, and just pick it up again later because it's all story-based. You just basically store your items and then pick up on the cards you had left off and go from there. That's super cool. It is, and... Uh, it, again, it's something I think I will be trying to get unfurled to play soon because I think uh, you guys would be very interesting yeah. to see how you function through this. I, I mean, still play. I I mean, I if we're doing unfurled plays though, we definitely have to do an w- at least yeah, you say one blue steel. I swear to God, blue <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, whatever that fucking game you play is on the, the Dreamcast. The, the two episodes we did. <clears throat> oh, Blue Stinger. Blue Stinger. No. no, Blue Stinger is great, though. We need to do that again. No, but if we're doing unfurled plays, we need to do one long haul, one episode of Twilight Imperium. Oh, I... Yeah, yeah. I would do it. I would Definitely. Do that. It'd um, be an 18-hour-long episode. Uh, I mean, if, if people want to watch, like, 18 hours of me being a whiny bitch and dying, <laughs> <laughs> dying immediately. Uh, the one way to make that game go quicker, though, is you make it a rule that at every turn, somebody has to pick that one that gives you the victory point. Well, see, in our last game, that one wasn't there. No. So that was part of it. Oh, um, God. Yeah, so... We'll we'll figure out a way to balance that game effectively. Now with four people, it goes a lot faster. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we but will. Uh, this time game does sound interesting. It got some like surrogate it shit going on. It sounds like a lot on. of fun. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, super it's, fun. It's, it's unfortunate because I would love to own a copy of the base game myself, but it is currently between printings and it is crazy popular right now. Uh, um, it, and the thing is, like, it hasn't even gone through. Um, if you are, if you do a lot of board gaming, you might be familiar with Tabletop, which is uh, Will Wheaton's tabletop review show, and they, they play games and stuff on it. Yeah. And um, anything that goes on Tabletop instantly becomes scarce for about six months. Yeah. Because, I mean, he has millions of people who watch that show and basically anything that goes on there instantaneously becomes hard to find. Yeah. Yeah, Cause people go out and buy the shit um, out of it. <laughs> but yeah. Um, time stories, check it out. Uh, and uh, it's something that it's intrigued me to the, Oh, I forgot an entire thing I wanted to talk about with it. One of the cool things about it is because um, everything is scenario based. 
um, they've actually released a scenario design kit. Oh. So mm. if you want, you can not only design your own scenarios to play with your friends or whatever, or put up on like Board Game Geek and share it there, but um, Space Cowboys actually wants polished, tested scenarios sent to them because if they if they'll play through it and if they like it, they may publish it themselves. Mm. That's kind of neat, actually. That's yeah. super super cool. Yeah, and it's really it, that, the thing I like it most about it is a lot of these games. Like I have a game called um, Sherlock. Uh, Sherlock Consulting Detective, right? And um, it's sort of a role-playing story puzzle experience. Yeah, I love that game. It has 10 cases in it, and once I'm done those 10 cases, the game is useless. Yeah, because, uh, because then you... all the stories revealed. Yeah. There's an expansion coming out, but it's it's not quite diverse. And that is the biggest flaw with this game, too, is once you've solved a case, like, so, for example, if we do it on this show, I won't be contributing a lot to the decision-making because I know the answer to all three, well, two of the puzzles so far, but yeah. Prophecy of Dragons I will have figured out by the time get around to it i'm sure um so i uh see that's the thing is that's why i like other games like um uh the fucking risk legacy for me because Mm -hmm. that's one of those games where you play it and it changes every time you play and instead of the game getting you know less and less as you play it It because it gets more and more Right, it gets better the more times you play it because it keeps changing as you play it, yeah. as opposed to a game where you kind of like use it up, yeah. sort of thing. So I, I don't know. That was always one of the problems, though, that I had with those RPG style board games. It is, is they tough. were always like, kind of limited. Well, and I mean, if I remember correctly, you've run through most of like Mice and Mystics, yeah, which is another one of these games where once you've really done all the scenarios, it's not like you're going to get anything new out of it. Yeah. And like that's the thing, my well, playing Mice and Mystics, I can tell you, after running that game a few times, you start to really notice some of the flaws that, yep. that happen in that game. The poor instruction in a lot of areas. Uh, yep, that like that's one of the things is you can tell when a game was made by an inexperienced team because you run into things like you know, there's this scenario where this thing happens, and it's like and. and you know, like, uh, fuck, what was it? Mice and mixes. There's this bird, right? And you're crossing this courtyard and there's this bird that every time you move, you have to roll a die and there's a chance that it will hit you. Right. So, but if you don't move it, it won't attack you. So basically there's a bunch of enemies in this courtyard too. So we just didn't move while the enemies follow their own rules, which require them to move. Yeah, and let them bleed to death. And we just stood there, let the enemies come to us, take hits from this bird the whole time, and then we they were all dead before they even got to us, and then we just made a mad sprint for the fucking door sort of thing. So it was like, I don't think that was well thought out. You know, or it was described poorly. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is like I was sitting there, I was like, wait, does it attack the enemies? Because it says it attacks, it attacks mice, but the enemies are also my. Mm. It's yeah. but with all those games and everything, those there's always that kind of fudge point and all that errata that people yeah. afterwards go, hey, because I mean, when you're making a game, I mean, you're going to be thorough, but there is. There is shit like it's Ooh. just like the two heads, three heads are better than one. Yeah. Well, it's the it's a programmer's dilemma, right? Like yeah. even as a programmer, it's like you build a thing that's intended to be used away 
and then you give it to somebody and they start doing like everything backwards thing. and you're like wait what are you doing it's so obvious you do it this way well and you're looking in the inside in yeah and exactly. they're looking on the outside in which is so much easier to see flaws and yep. certain things that you're like oh shit i didn't even realize that sorry guys like yeah <sighs> right anyway well let's uh let's move on to email and do, then we do can we, wrap up. we have we... we had three when i last looked trace oh, yeah. by the way our email is broken right now well just the contact form on the website thing that actually wasn't the first one i heard people complain about there was one other person that was saying hey why wasn't my email read and yeah. turns out he'd sent us a whole bunch <laughs> yeah satanic furry and, um not just and him uh, lo- uh loke uh, or whoever that the guy that we read off of twitter that one um, okay yeah so th- there's there's been a couple so if you have sent in an email and we didn't get to it we're very we're, sorry we're they're probably getting caught in the spam filter or something they, I've they might checked be all our spam filter oh, though, that, like... yeah that's the thing i went through every single folder and it's not there uh, same thing with the uh, the person who sent us the message on twitter so if we if you've been sending us email and we haven't been reading it we might not have been getting it so for now, other ways to contact us, you can actually get a hold of us on Twitter. We've opened up DMs to everybody. And even then, if you're having trouble, just like at tweet us and we'll fix it. We'll get yeah. it. We'll... Or we may get you to help us figure out what's going on. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, our email is just run through Google. So there yeah. might be stuff not that we can't see going on. Yeah. So we're trying. Uh, we'll get it fixed as soon as possible. But yeah, if you've been sending email and you haven't heard it read yet, definitely just pop us a DM on Twitter and we'll read it there for you. Unless we don't like you. Yeah. In which case, <laughs> uh, if you've been sending us email and we haven't been reading it, take a fucking hint. Don't <laughs> Please politely and sincerely go fuck yourself. Uh, so we have four emails and there are four hosts. Yeah, I will Ooh. read the first one here. There so uh, this one is titled Things I Did. And in the email, we have uh, two options. Emailed furled on time and didn't do that. Emailed furled? And uh, didn't do that is the one on uh, selected. Uh, Don't worry, we didn't podcast on time, so you're in luck. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, unfurled, sorry for missing you. Though I'm sure you guys aren't super depressed that you weren't subject to the wrath of your friendly local meme this last show. I'll drop the dumb joke and stick to the pseudonym, however. Anyways, I have a question. I'm from Wisconsin, which is like, uh, which is like a Canada like in the states, which is like a Canada like in the states. Yeah, that one hurt me too. Uh, okay, uh, so I deal with snow on a regular basis, but what does Canada do different than the northern United States in terms of snow? We have salt trucks and plows, construction vehicles shoveling busy streets, and those who, weird ice scraper brush things. Uh, to free our precious vehicles from the cold fate of being an ice sculpture. <laughs> Is it pretty much the same in Canada? Also, do any of you play roguelikes? If so, which ones? My tastes range from Dwarf Fortress to Catacomb Kids. It's a fun game. Lovingly, you're apparently not so local. Maybe local, probably salesman. I knew you were local. Fuck, um, fucking guy. Yeah. So, uh, so, I mean, the way we depends. deal with snow is bitchless. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I, we just it, it entirely depends on where you are. Like Edmonton, what's a snowplow? <laughs> <laughs> or well, what is snow removal? Yeah. yeah, they they just push it onto the street, onto the side of the street. 
where and it turns like, into the Forever you, Snow Mountain. You, yeah. you know, you know how when it snows and you kind of lose that third lane because people don't know where the fuck the lanes are. Yeah, yeah. and so you just drive snow. over the. No, see, Edmonton goes from like three or two lanes to two or one lanes because they just fucking plow snow over it. Yeah. And um, congratulations. See, the big thing that we do different in Canada is we just carry around a very distinct sense of hopelessness when it comes to snow <laughs> and just accept that our, well, you know, this is our life I now. Think, weren't, weren't we talking about this to some degree? Like our level of survival instinct evolves around surviving in like the cold. But if we were anywhere else, we would die immediately. <laughs> Yeah, it's sort of like asking, how do people from Arizona like, handle the heat? They just carry around the knowledge that this is their life. This is, yeah, <laughs> they deal with heat you all the time. You signed up for this, so deal with it. Yeah, you yeah. fucking live here, so. Um, and we do live in Alberta, which has the lightest. some of the most temperamental. Well, no, we, we have the lightest winters ever. The, I mean, but we like experience us, them but... until April. Oh God, May. that's the rest of Canada. We have we have long winters. Yeah, it's but it's Dude, not. I came from Nova Scotia. We winter ended when fucking winter ended, and that was it. Oh no! See, in Sus- we just got six feet of snow like daily. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. Like in Saskatchewan, it was the winter. Like it's like you, October yeah, you've first. Only, you've only lived in the prairies. I mean, yeah. you you can't talk for the rest of Canada. Uh, October first. <laughs> Snow hits the ground, six feet of it. That six feet stays there until like April twentieth, and then yeah. that is your life. Now, see from from like, uh, let's go with October, approximate like September, October ish, Nova Scotia. It's rain, rain, sleet, rain, snow, rain, sleet, 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 rain, rain, snow, rain, snow, 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 snow. snow. Yes, yeah, so up you're... until about. Mm, february yeah you're on the coast there so at least you get the the ocean winds to yeah not to both help yeah. and fuck you i, yeah. I miss that's I, the... I, I don't miss the amount of snow but i miss the consistency of maritime weather yeah yeah see that's the thing is you like when you say not speaking for the rest of canada what i just described is basically from the the eastern side of the mountains the on the Rockies of Canada all the way to fucking Quebec that that is your weather yeah the shitty parts of Canada <laughs> like, <laughs> the armpit of Canada the I do find it hilarious how Canada is basically the cool coast the poor people coast the conservatives and then the rest of Canada that that's sort of how Canada gets divvied hey, up. Hey, we're not conservative <laughs> yeah. anymore. We're officially NDP. Yes. Oh, and then then there's fucking Toronto, but that that's their their own country that thinks that the rest of Canada is just along for the ride. <laughs> yeah. Quebec, the province we wish would just recede from Canada. <laughs> uh, so uh, the kid pres- that won't move oh, out. Yeah, there was that other second one. Question: uh, Roguelikes. Would we'll you play any roguelikes? I don't play roguelikes. I do from time to time but i i don't handle frustration well um so for things like you know rogue legacy for example i played it for a bunch and then i wasn't getting anywhere and i got really really mad and i stopped playing yeah Anyone um, else play roguelikes? Oh, you play yeah, the I, I fuck out of roguelikes. <laughs> I am the king of roguelikes with unfurled. You just sit there fucking playing shovel knight and bullshit for 
days. I, I haven't played Shovel Knight. I I have been interested in it, but um, specifically, um, Rogue Legacy was really fun. Binding of Isaac is my newest one. Yeah, Binding of Isaac actually looks really cool. Yeah, it's a lot if, of. I, I I was really put off by the physical, like the um the aesthetic of it. Yeah, it's weird. But once you get past all of that, it, it's a really well thought out game. If you do want to play Shovel Knight, you should buy, or I should buy it on the Wii U and grab the Amiibo so we can play together. Mm, yes. Co-op mode. Ooh la la. It's Shovel Knight, but harder because you actually, it's one of the games where they decided that player on player physics is important. So you will <laughs> knock each other off cliffs and shit. Oh, God. Right. Just like new Super Mario Brothers. I was going to say that oh, shit. Oh, my God. How many continues, Tal? It was like 60 something. It was continue. like 74 continues Holy not live shit continues yep that's that's too many yeah so cheese next next email do, do you have no uh, next to all. uh as far as roguelikes go i'm i can honestly say that i have the foggiest idea what that means uh roguelikes are games where like you have a character and you just play till and, you die yeah, you play till you die then you essentially get a new character yeah, you're trying to grind and in, in either get a resource or level up whichever but yeah. you can get like power-ups that sort of progress through the game yeah oh yeah, yeah. i enjoy them it's also yeah, usually absolutely. a uh on-side perspective with lots of platforming um think like you know original Mega Man and stuff all falls in that yeah genre. yeah no that's what i was kind of catching from the conversation but yeah i mean good all right so next email i will read this is uh apparent positive coverage all right, so uh, hello again, everyone. Uh, Salav here with a quick email. Uh, I'm not able to catch the live stream, so I apologize if this article has been covered already. Hey, we gave you a week to catch up already, so uh, <laughs> it's all good. A friend of mine sent me a link to a cracked article about furry porn in the fandom. Okay. People write news about that? Um, they sure do. And it seemed to ha overall have a purely positive tone. Uh, a handful of big-name artists in the fandom seem to have been interviewed, so this wasn't written explicitly from an outsider point of view. Uh, if we've already cover covered this, then he apologizes, uh, but he hopes it brings up uh, some discussion otherwise. Uh, signed, self-love, Onatrex, the planeswalking Siberian husky, excitedly waiting the return to much darker, more dangerous Innistrad. Oh, God, oh God. magic. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I like how you say that like nearly anybody here knows what you're talking about. I do. What? Uh, See, I, I do only because all of my friends are excited for Shadows of Innistrad. Yeah, I know. I am. I'm too, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm just skimming through so, this article trying to. I've, trying I've to, heard a lot about this. I, I've, I've heard it's good. I actually fully read this article the other oh, day. Oh, that's a pony. Okay. And it's it's actually really interesting, especially <laughs> as an artist. I really I know that artist. I really quite enjoyed <laughs> I really quite enjoyed this article actually like, and it gave a lot of insight and like a lot of cool factoids and sort of like how they've got um there's there's totally boundaries. I mean with each artist and they'll be like, you know, we don't just fucking do anything and some artists have been like, I've done things that I've really not wanted to do things, but in to make people happier, but they've only done it a couple of times. And then after that, they were like, no, I'm not fucking doing that again. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, uh, oh, I, I like number three. You may wind up living a secret life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So 
I mean, I've I've read a few articles like this, and honestly, I can say, um, I like, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about furries in the media and people talking about you know porn and but, but what they were, is or isn't you know, part of the. These fandom. people were pretty respectful. We, we have this conversation a lot, and when when an article like I haven't I've willfully neglected this article i'll i'll admit yeah I've, I've i'll read it, it sometime but i there has been such an influx of articles coming out like describing furry or people trying to understand furry and i feel like it's important to say that like the furry fandom isn't as fucked up as people think it is at the same time, do we really need to draw this attention to ourselves? Well, okay. So the way I see it is, no, the furry fandom isn't as fucked up as, you know, people would imagine it is. Uh, and people come up with some pretty wild yeah. things. Uh, but that said, it's not as innocent either as the people on the other side of that fucking conversation are claiming it to be. Right. Um well, the- the, these conversations always wind up being one of two things is that these people aren't as fucked up as you think they are or these people or are worse. as fucked up as you think they are. And they usually come from arguing against one of two yeah. very drastically so, different viewpoints. Yeah, so here's the thing. One of the things as a furry that I end up doing a lot is going ah, fucking furries. Why? <laughs> and one of the things that I do as a furry also is go, holy fuck, that's cool. A furry did that? Like, I think that's the thing. Is like, when people talk about how fucked up furries are, let me just, you know, d- d- paint you a mini picture. Imagine in your mind hey. a person. <laughs> this is you have to the, the average fucking dumb fuck that you see on the fucking train every day to work. That fucker that you work with that you don't like, right? That random dude that you see in the office who you guess he's kind of hot you know like these people the thing they all have in common is that they're fucking people they're people and people are weird and fucked up yeah all the same and furries also are weird and fucked up all the same yeah like like we are just people like you you look at somebody and you're like well, what, what you're into that? I never would have guessed. Did you like, well, yeah, like this is my private life. Yeah. Well, it, that it, thing you don't know about. So that said though, I, I do have to point out that furry being an internet based culture will largely attract more of the socially awkward introverted types, but specifically by the nature of the area it ex- within at, that it exists in. At the same time, look at how much the furry fandom has evolved. Yeah. Think about like when I, I was hanging out with some friends uh, a couple months ago and we were looking at old, old furry artwork. Like oh, it's genus, brutal. Like genus, like original... Yeah. issues kind of it, thing it, it's brutal it's awful like yeah. it's, so, it's just the quality is so poor but you look at stuff <laughs> now and you're like oh my god yeah like well, look at what we've done artists like zoush exist but 
like that's the thing though it's just you know i i hate it when like at the same time when furries are just like we're no worse than it no we're worse than a lot of other collective groups just because we exist on the internet it's like a fucking magic the gathering fucking convention there's going to be a lot more weird fucks there than there are than there's going to be at the fucking pga tour what i hate about these arguments is that you have like the furry evangelists that you're yeah. like, no, we're not about porn. No, people yeah. don't have... We don't fucking first... We totally do. We yeah. do. We, sorry, it's we need to embrace. <laughs> we are weird motherfuckers. The largest online free community is Fur Affinity, which was not designed because it's where people go to talk. Yeah, in fact, the only furry <laughs> communities that were clean only either turned into porn sites or died. Or died. Yeah. So, yes sex and fursuit sex and all the weird shit people talk about is definitely a thing and it's a big part of that thing in fact things that aren't part of it struggle to survive sex sex is just as important to the furry fandom as it is to like literally everyone else yeah it well no see that's the thing is i think it's a lot more uh, I'm exa- it's a lot I'm more apparent in the furry fandom. It's just we're the just big, a lot more open about it. Well, the big thing about it is that there's nothing wrong with it, and I wish people would stop being like, "No, no, we we totally it, no." The answer is yes, we do that, yeah. and we yeah, fuck. We fuck a lot. We yeah. have fun, and like, who the fuck cares? You know, we use protections. Like, okay, protection. none of your business anymore. Yeah. You know, and like, I mean, I'll keep talking about it Maybe if you want me to keep talking about taser, it, but, but otherwise, fuck off. Like, you know, or it, fuck on. Yeah, or yeah, that one too. Fuck on, my ah. friend. So I don't know. A, a lot of it comes from the stigmatization of sex, and people need it's, to stop doing that. We, it, the The problem with articles like these is that they usually like illustrate one extreme or the other, and people need to realize that we are all just people i'm gonna aim this comment at that though you haven't read it no no i'm not talking about this article okay because i thought you said what i'm talking about we're talking about in general you you have you have articles that are like look at these furry freaks and what they're into and and then no we're not you know sex crazed porn addicts you know so much of it's clean art like so much of it is porn too yeah but that's what i enjoyed about this article it was like every side of the coin so it's not like you know and that's that's the thing i haven't read this article fans are gross and all my yeah yeah, like all my commissions are disgusting people are way too quick to dismiss like what a large portion porn is within the fandom like consider the the fucking VHS was funded from porn because they're the <laughs> yes. ones that are like we we need a platform on which to distribute media VHS okay sorry Betamax you're dead yeah right now. Blu-ray and HD <laughs> yeah, Blu-ray <laughs> Oculus the entire world is funded on porn at yeah. least the media part of it so <laughs> so yeah, it's true. it's asinine to say that the furry fandom does not like run on porn yeah so like i don't know reading like skimming over the article it looks like it you know kind of covers all the nitty there and is it's, some it's cracked kink- it's got to be at least somewhat like there is some kinky shit in this <laughs> there's there's yeah. like ghost porn it's got yeah. questionably it aged twilight sparkle as mm. one of the oh <laughs> hey, hey look it's k-beer <laughs> yeah of course I, I know that artist oh hey look it's that blue dragon thing with the floaty light bits. <laughs> like I, I'm just looking. I'm like, oh, I've seen, I've seen, oh, I've seen that one. 
Oh, I, oh, I right. follow that artist. I think we could talk about this all night. Yeah. So I'm yeah. just going to move, move on. on. Yep. This one's from Satanic Fear. Satanic, satanic Fury. Fury. Yeah, satan- whatever. Satanic <laughs> Fury writes, Good morning, noon, or night. night. I don't know how you ever expect us to be doing this in the morning. Morning, what's no, morning? Or even at noon. I mean, we'd be doing it from work. Yep. I don't think my boss would appreciate that. Mine wouldn't. <laughs> he Mine all, he would, would find make, it really funny. He would make fun of me and then reprimand me. Yep. Um, this week's issue of Unfun with Unfurled works in tone with episode seven of Nostalgia Cast. What, what's Nostalgia Cast? That, what's episode seven? That's us. We we do Nostalgia Cast a lot. Oh, what, what's okay. episode seven though? We don't I, have an episode seven. I don't seven. know. Um, we are joined by Danger Chicken, <laughs> Lovable Asshole, Yay, Cat Snake, and Arabian Sex Toy. Wait. Fuck. <laughs> okay. There's ambiguity. Danger chicken, lovable asshole, or no, 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 lovable asshole. I have a Arabian feeling the sex Arabian toy. sex toy. Yeah, I'm a goat. You're a goat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, I, I get it now. I get it. Okay. <laughs> Bunch uh, of goat fuckers. <laughs> as they answer, what is one game from your child slash teen years which you have recently played? Which doesn't live up to how you remember the game. Uh, here's a quick tip, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to spoil every game that has ever existed. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to get a spoiler, they click end. to this part of the video. To, <laughs> uh, but none of them. None of them are as good as you remember. Ever. Not one. I don't know, Tal. My well, Pokemon Master Collector is amazing. And, uh, fucking <laughs> Pokemon Snap? That shit was my jam. That sucks so hard. Oh, no, like, but it, that one, yeah, that one would, because it was actually, new back then, but... Super Smash Brothers, the first. The first one? Yeah, I played that, the shit out of that. I fucking loved that game, and now I just can't. Yeah, it's just I can't. Not, the, not there. That's why, though, like, I'd say that anything, anything, any kind of series or sequel, that's why. I think the original was great at the time, but now that it's so vastly improved with new shiny lights, a brand new hat, and new graphics, and new everything, you're like, the old one's still good, but it's no longer living up to that expectation because the bar has been raised. You're also now older. Now you have... Well, and you yeah. have different tastes, but yeah. at the same time, though, the bar has been raised. It's no different it, than... I mean, almost, but I mean, if you look at some of the games, I've played a lot of the Spyro series, and I still think the original three are way better than anything that came afterwards. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's obviously a flip-flop, and it's not going to work for every game. No, no. It's not going to be like a rule or anything. No, weird. there's no fucking absolutes. It's, <laughs> it's just for me, like, there's there was a lot of games that got shittier over time, like the entire Sonic franchise. Um, <laughs> that's been on a but, it, but it's, it's one of those things like i love sonic adventure that's one of my oh, favorite yeah. games but that said like going back and especially like i've been watching the game grumps playing it and yeah it really was a bad game yeah like what don't get me wrong i still love it i do i love playing it it's got this it just brings me back but that's the thing is it's not it's not as good 
as I remember it being through my childhood eyes. Like that, that's the thing. Like through well, the childhood the, wonderment of fucking Final Fantasy VII, the, the amount the of magic best, that yeah, exists when you play yeah. a game as a child. Yeah, like that's the thing. Final Fantasy VII, right? Everyone hails that as like the fucking like one of the best games ever. I mean, it's one of the best stories, but well, but games... that's the thing is like now that like I've been looking into it more and I've played a bit of it. It's just like, huh, this game isn't actually that good. So, yep. The other thing too is you have to like remember sometimes it's limitations of the era that yeah. contribute to it, right? And, and the but, other yeah. thing is it's also you know like i said it's just you've matured as a person yeah absolutely right the the old tricks that would get kids going whoa cool just like, like a, at old commercials like a dude with a fucking 19 foot sword and one black wing you know that was <laughs> well, so cool think, think of how not relevant a lot of these things are anymore like the the nintendo or the game boy commercial more fun than a ferret down your pants yeah yeah, just like, the whole wacky That weirdness. didn't make sense then. It sure as fuck doesn't make sense now and could never be yeah. a commercial or an ad. Well, just like the very first Zelda for, for uh, NES, I that crazy like nerd I rap love that, that they commercial did. so much. <laughs> oh, it's the most brutal rap ever with two yeah. children that you think would never rap. Uh, yeah, yeah and, but, it, and it's got like the fucking greaser kid and then like the pocket protector, yeah, Poindexter. pocket protector. If, if Whoa. Oh, sweet graphics. <laughs> if you want to see stuff like this, um, one of the YouTubers I watch, Brutal Moose, he just started a new uh, category of series where he's doing old uh, television-based stuff. He's done a uh, ep- an episode of uh, Beat the Clock from the, like, the 60s, but one he did recently was a, a bicycle safety camp, which is, <laughs> oh you my know, God. bicycle safety from the 90s. You know, it was like a, you know, your teacher wheeled in the television. You're like, oh, what do we get to watch? Oh, bicycle safety. Uh, no, it's like the boards of Canada videos. Uh, yeah. or, or like Louis the lightning bug when you used to watch like yep. little, uh, little PSAs on yeah. him about like staying away from the electrical oh. conduit bucks. And when, when we were up in the mountains, actually uh, getting to show Fox all of the Canadian commercials that we used to have. Uh, I did. I wasn't there for that. I think I was outside. Really? We we showed him like the house hippos. Oh don't put yeah. it in your mouth. I yeah, I wasn't there for that. Oh really? Oh I I don't know where I was. See, now we're just maybe going I down, was just wasted. Now we're just going Probably. down nostalgic path. You blacked out pretty hard. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We Adam, should move on to the last one. last one and then we'll we'll all go home. Which is great because this one I know fucking nothing about. But anyway. <laughs> Brutal. All right. So we have a wonderful, wonderful email from Billy the Ferret. It says, hi, guys. So stupid question this week, but the combination of network configuration, troubleshooting and rushing through Dark Souls 2 before three steals my life. My brain is kind of a fuck it. Question time. Being that you guys are in the furry fandom, have you ever seen something you thought was funny that others outside of the fandom would not even notice is case in point, my Linux book. Look at the writer. (laughs) <laughs> the writer, by the way, is, because of the sticker, uh, is Hard Fox. That's yeah. pretty hilarious. Uh, I actually have a perfect story for this and a story to go along with it that was embarrassing because I forgot that people who aren't furries wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back in the day when I worked in the mall at a particular electronics retail store, um, 
I had a guy come in. He bought a bunch of shit. Um, no way. Uh, like normal. He pays by Visa. And he hands me his card. And I, I wasn't paying attention at first. But when he signs the receipt and he gives it back to me, I noticed that his name on the receipt is F. Chan. Uh, <laughs> and I fucking, I, I fucking lost it. And he looked at me weird. And then later on, actually, I, I think it was like the same week. I was over at your place, Vox. And I told this story. And you had like some of your friends from like high school or something there. Okay. And I was just like, yeah, and his name, his initials were F Chan. And they're all like looking at me like, and what? And even you, you looked at me like, um, what are you doing, Tal? They, they're <laughs> they're not going to get this. Please they stop. don't get this joke. <laughs> Fucking, but yeah, F Chan. And uh, yeah. And nobody got it, and I looked like a fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. So other than that, um, it says, "P.S. I heard you guys talking about Unfurled Gaming. Do you stream that?" Also, I know this was a dumb question, but I just wanted a chance to show this stupid image. Um, uh, we haven't done any apart from the stuff we did before the relaunch actually sort of went live. Um, yeah, heck, are those videos even still on the VOD? Oh, I probably. I don't know. Um, but when when we figure out what that'll look like, because that's going to be a little bit more structured and figured out, because we're going to need to figure out like cameras and shit. We we should just do our iron claw sessions. Just record them. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. That might be more editing. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but I might actually uh, talk to you after. We should um, play Town of Salem. Oh, we should. Uh, yeah. But once we get that figured out, we'll uh, we'll let you guys know how it'll look, and we'll do it. Yep. Hooray! All right. All right. That's the last email. Queers. You're all done. Please enjoy your day. Yep. Okay. Well, I think it is time for us to get the fuck out. Yep. Like to thank Scream Fox nope. and Omari for thank the you. music and icon respect. 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 Respectfully. Respectfully. Oh my God. I can't fucking talk. We'd like to thank all of our beautiful, beautiful patrons who yep. are donating money. All three of them. Um, and if you'd like to support us on Patreon, we are unfurled on Patreon. You can contact us right now. Try email. It's us at unfurled.net. Uh, that's us at unfurled.net. Or you can go to our uh, website where you will find our Twitter and our YouTube as well. You can send us DMs and all that uh, website being unfurled.net. All of our links to our everything is on there. Um Mm. I think it's time to leave. It's like the THX sound. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, I guess, uh, go the fuck to bed. Yeah, I'm going to sit here and make dad noises. You fuck off. (laughs) Make make dad noises? Yeah, dad noises. You need a newspaper. Yeah. Then the the, the fucking like, like the overly loud fucking like page turn of the giant newspaper. Okay. Next, next time we need to not describe this sound. You need to get a newspaper. I will. Just do it. Just do it. Yep. Just do do it. it. All right. Good night, guys. All right. Go jerk off and don't let your mother see. In fact, I don't want to see you at all.
And as always, yeah, see, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to mention something and be like, what? It's totally over. But as always, we love you and we'll miss you. Not very much because you all smell bad. <laughs>